0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where we only have three words to say to you, folks. Lipa, Lipa, Lipa. That's right, everybody. Lipa was announced this morning on JM and the AM as the star, the musical star of this year's Kosher Halftime Show 2016, and we are super, super excited. Good morning, folks. Thanks for listening. I'm Miriam Wallach, blogger, general manager, and writer I am available to you at murmanachumsegle dot com. Feel free, by the way, to give me some feedback. I haven't offered that to our listeners in a while. And, I love to hear from people, so I would love to hear from you. Make sure to shoot me an email, com. Tell us what you love about the programming you've been listening to or what you think we could be doing better. You can find me here right after Allison and right before Nacham's live lunch, and we are coming to you from the home of the Nachum Segal Network on the beautiful Lower East Side. Yoni is sitting in again for Avrami. What's up, Yoni? Good morning. How are you? Thank God. Yeah, everything's all right. You totally psyched for the big game? Psyched. Yes! <laughs> are you more psyched for the burger or are you more psyched for the game or people. the party? Equal. Okay. All right. Equal psychness. Yeah. There's been a lot of um, advanced work going into the Kosher Halftime Show, a tremendous amount of coordination between the lighting guys and the sound guys and ZK, who has, you know, of course, as our chief engineer, been spearheading that entire part. And my thanks to you, Yoni, you, you do the work of 10 men. I really, really appreciate it. As long as I get a taste of that burger. It's yeah. <laughs> you can have yours and mine. I will order one and just pass it to you. Deal. Yeah, that's why I'm a good date at, you know, at Fleishik restaurants, because I'll order whatever you want. I'm just not going to eat it. You are going to eat it all by yourself. If you are a new listener to the show, thank you for taking a break from your day to tune in. If you are a returning listener, thanks, as always, for making us part of your day. We have a bunch of things to go through, and we have a wonderful, wonderful guest on the, on the line who... I have a tremendous amount of, of hakarasatov too, so I just want to quickly let you know that today is data privacy day, which I'm sure every one of us can participate in and appreciate. It's also thank a plug-in developer day. I don't I don't know, I don't know what that is, but I'm sure that there are plug-in developers at Rusty Brick. So let's thank them. Thank them. Thank everyone at Rusty Brick. And it's also National Kazoo Day, which frankly is a national holiday at the Wallocks. We have a fortune cookie We have a fortune cookie, also picked by Yoni. Yoni, you know, the one you picked for last week was a little bit lackluster, shall we say. I'm feeling better vibes from this one. Yeah, because you had good vibes about the last one, buddy. Right, and that one was, um, how shall we say, kooky. Okay. Okay, so I'm going for this one. Um, I I have to tell you, there's a flag on the play. Sorry to continue with the... With the, <laughs> with the football <laughs> metaphor. But do you know I have a rule about broken fortune cookies? Which is? That they're null and void. Uh-oh. They're like out of bounds. I'm not a football fan, by the way, so the fact that I'm using all of this terminology is actually, you know... Impressive. Thank you. I could do it with baseball, but it's not the time of year for baseball. All right, here we go. A star is forever light. Like a star let you let you wisdom shine. You know what my problem is with this? It has a grammatical mistake. So that's why this should have been <laughs> null and void. Yoni, you have picked two bad fortune cookies. I need you back over me. Yeah, I, by the way, no joke, a is back in that seat next week. All right, my guest is on the air. I do not want to... Um, him on hold too much longer because I have so much to talk to Scott Shulman about. Scott Shulman is program director for Birthright Israel, and Scott Shulman is one of the three people personally responsible for allowing me to lead a birthright trip a number of years ago. What's up, Scott?
1: Hello, Marion. How are you?
0: Good morning. <laughs> How are you? Uh, first of all, good morning to, or I should say, you know, Saharayim uh, um, Tov to you, because it is the afternoon in Israel. And, um you thank had you so much. My pleasure, and thank you for joining me. You had mentioned, and for those people who are like, wow, Scott Shulman, his name, his picture, look familiar, that's because Scott and his family were featured in Nefesh Benefesh spread on uh, New Olim. That was just a number of months ago, correct?
1: Correct we were very very fortunate and uh you know i'm still trying to collect royalty checks but i'm told i'm told i need to go (laughs) elsewhere but what are you
0: gonna do there's um that that was a wonderful campaign and i guess my first question to you as a person who wishes she had been on that flight with you and wishes she would get a one-way ticket on um on nefesh benefesh how has the transition been going
1: thank god you know every day is an adventure and uh just try to be smiles the whole way through. But, you know, to be in Israel on a daily basis, it really you know, without trying to sound too cliche from all, all the, the feature filming that I already had a chance to participate <laughs> in, it really is just a blessing. And um, you know, just big thank yous to, to God, to my family for putting up with me, to of course all the wonderful people, at Nefesh for Nefesh, because they do a wonderful job in uh, what they're what they're doing, and and that video. I mean, in, ca- in case <laughs> I get bored, I'll just watch that video again, and I'll remind myself how lucky I am to uh, to be here. Not so, ev-
0: not yeah, every day is I easy. Did. Not every day is easy, right?
1: Correct. that is that is, that is a very much a true statement, and uh, you know, that's part of why you sort of try to you know you take it on on stride, and uh, you know not to sound too cliche or to gush too much. And you know, the idea that you take the good with the bad and uh, recognizing that, you know, if it if it were so so easy, I guess everyone would do it. Mm. But um, you know, we're grateful that we're, you know, day by day just trying to uh carry our way through. And uh by and large it's been with a lot of smiles.
0: Tell me um how significant it is for you now that you are an ole Khadash. And I guess you can keep that term for as long as you uh benefit from the Rishi Yot, correct? <laughs> I,
1: I mean, from what I've told, it's like it's like the one part of Talmud that you can probably keep until like you're 120. <laughs> so you can sort of use it whenever, and and hopefully it'll work out well. I, I certainly try to use it on a pretty regular basis. It's, I, uh, it's always a good like default to have,
0: right? Yes. I don't I don't blame you. I would milk it for all for all it, it can be milked. But as an Alech Dash, does that make your role in Birthright Israel that much sweeter? That not only are you facilitating people's trips overseas, coming to Israel on a first. For the For their first experience, but you're now you're now pitching it from a such a an authentic point because you took that plunge. You live there now.
1: yeah, I know you you bring up a great point. I think the best way to answer is probably because a lot of what I end up doing is uh, within the realm of recruitment and talking to you about the trip and getting them excited and trying to like throw in that charisma. Uh, et cetera, et cetera. And now there's just like this sense of genuineness when I can tell people, oh, yeah, I live there now. I just moved. And there's like an, oh, oh really? Because obviously I still come off pretty American with how I speak and how I, I guess, how I look, so to, you know, so to speak. And, um, and it's just like there's some subconscious sense of it of just like, wow, you know, it's kind of like you come full circle in your own life. That, and I kind of told myself as my own inside joke that after trying to, um, advocate for, birthright Israel for now, almost six and a half years, the idea of, like, finally having a chance to say, I, you know, I believe in the product so much, I literally am doing it. Right. It kind of just helps make it that much stronger of a push and, you know, gives you an internal smile at the same time. So it really, it, it, the idea of calling, you know, the way you refer to it as being sweet is uh, very apropos. It, it certainly just makes the whole process of being able to tell people in the gush about just that much more, you know, authentic and it's genuine, and it's real, and um, it's great to try to share it with as many people as possible.
0: That's, that's unbelievable. I know that on our birthright trip, we had the opportunity to take, um, all of our participants to one home, one, I will family who's living in israel who has made aliyah over 20 some odd years ago and don't consider themselves americans anymore and very much consider themselves israelis are you able to bring people into your home and and birth and say you know not only am i uh you know the president of the club so to speak but i'm also a member like show them that that you have that you have making this life for yourself there
1: yeah, it's a great question. I guess it's one I'm not sure when I'd have a chance to be getting to. I think in theory it it can be worked out. I think a lot of times it's just, you know, as you can probably recall from the trip that you had a chance to be snapping, <laughs> logis- you know, birthright Israel always comes down to logistics, 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 logistics. I can't even say it. That's how logistical I'm getting trying to uh, speak the word. But um, based on that, you know, just in terms of location, where it really makes sense, based on where the group is going to be, you know, if it's on the way, if it's out of the way, all those things probably play a factor. So I'm grateful to be living in Ramat Chemish Aleph, which I love, and it's wonderful, um, but it's not necessarily as, you know, directly on, on route, like within Yerushalayim, I guess, depending on where you're coming from, maybe it could be. Um, but, as of right now it hasn't come up, and I guess if it if it ever does, I will probably have, have a huge smile on my face. i don't know if my wife would let me open our door yet because <laughs> our apartment still has uh you know some you know it it, it still has a bit of a an Ole hadash status to it, but uh you know, but we'll see you know day by day that' certainly will be a fun adventure when and if it comes
0: are you surprised by the way when some birth writers decide to make Aliyah on their own
1: Oh, it's a great question wow i you know, on the one hand, I couldn't really imagine having having done it, you know, single, like coming more straight out of birthright, so to speak, you know, out of birthright Israel, like just, you know, pack up my bags and go. On the other hand, you know, it's like one of the things I've tried to share with people before when they ask about it, when I really try to, like, impress upon them why birthright Israel is so special in terms of the way the, way the trip runs and it operates is just, you know, life is just such a hectic, crazy place. As you, you know, spend so much of your time talking about, you know, hence the title, that, you know, that's life. <laughs> and, um, you know, just recognition of that and trying to, quote unquote, play the game. If that's, you know, sure, well, I'll, I'll join in on, on the, uh, you know, the, uh, the mock Super Bowl um, discussion as well. Um, but, you know, having, you know, having all that in mind, it's just so, so hard to really find meaningful, genuine moments where, I don't know if you want to call it that sense of awareness, right. that sense of really feeling that you're connected to something in a really, really meaningful way. And the beautiful gift that Birthright Israel has been giving for, you know, 16 years and counting, and hopefully many, many more to come, is now over 550,000 approximately people, when you include you know, all around the world and the Israeli participants as well is that it, it gives you those moments, those moments that are so, so rare. So on the one hand, it's such a crazy thought that people would really come that that strong, that quickly, of like, I'm ready to do this, I'm going to make this choice. But on the other hand, you know, if you spend so much of your time looking for something, whether you're conscious of that or you're subconscious, but it suddenly kind of jumps out at you and you and it becomes a very, very real moment. And I'm grateful that I'm asking that on a more firsthand basis, uh, you know, now that thankfully I'm living here and getting to see the trips on a more, consistent basis with the trips that are just ending from this winter um and you know what it's not necessarily such a shock because (laughs) you know sometimes you you, you just like you're waiting what seems for your whole life to find those moments where you just feel it you feel that connection and you know suddenly when you do it like if anything the question becomes that much stronger like you've been waiting for this and like what are you going to do with it wow and you know without i i maybe not because like get so so too too deep in the morning here but uh but I guess it kind of all really maybe all stems from there, you know, because in the little bit that I've had a chance, I've merited to have, you know, talk to some of these participants to sort of like, you know, after the fanfare, after I have a chance to, like, be presenting to them in a frontal way uh, to a group, you know, they're just they're looking to connect. You know, they're just excited to maybe be asking about Judaism, to be asking about Israel. Um, so many of these things are brand-new topics they haven't necessarily had a chance to really ask about. So, you know, hopefully for many people out there, they're sort of just like, you know, like they have these reserves, or they have kind of prep themselves. If they ever get into a place where they, you know, suddenly, you know, like that that sixth sense is going to turn on, it's going to become really, really bright. They're going to be ready for it, and they're not just going to let it pass them by, and look back and say, "Wow, that that could have been that was really cool. Maybe it could have been even better." But they're just going to take it by the horns and, and you know, and run with it, and you know, ride the waves. So with that, I, I guess I kind of answered your question with quite a little, uh, you know, a little, little drush there, some philosophy of myself, but. I, you know, I think that the bottom line is that birthright Israel provides an incredible opportunity to really tap in and to feel moments where you just, you know, life is real, the connection's real, you know, in the sense of Israel, Judaism, what, you know, the culture, et cetera. And, you know, that once, you, once you make that connection, I guess the question is, you know, why aren't you going, you know, getting the most out of it? And whatever that's going to mean for a person.
0: Scott, I am, I am so, I am speechless. I am completely speechless because you've articulated you've articulated what is the dream of many to be able to connect with something. And in this case, obviously the connection to the to to Israel, to the land of Israel, to the state of Israel is is is, is a totally different level. I mean, you connect you you we look in life to be able to find our better half, right? To be able to find our Azer Connecto, yeah. the person who's going to balance us, the person who's going to be our, the strengths to our weaknesses. And when you find that person, there's that sense of shleimut that you are full, that you are complete. So to be able to connect, and, and uh, I'm, without being completely dramatic and poetic, to fall in love that way with Israel is just, I mean... Who gets to fall in love twice in their life?
1: Hey, you, you know, I think uh, very, very, I think uh, very, very su- su- succinct way of putting it, uh, to say the least, and I couldn't agree more. You know, I'm great. I'm happily married as well for <laughs> five and a half years or so, and you know, thank you, my wife, for putting up with me. And uh, no, hundred um, percent. You know, I. I you know, I I, could, I couldn't fit it out myself. Just I, am, I just kind of spelled it out. I'm and, so uh, jealous, Scott. Yeah.
0: I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Segal Network. And Scott Shulman, Program Director at Birthright Israel, joins us on the phone. Let's talk for a second, uh, because you made mention of all of these trips that happened this winter, and because I need to come down from that spiritual plane from a, for a second. Let's just talk practically about some of the trips that came. I know that I had the opportunity of having a Birthright Shakespeare, where we we had a literature, literary, literary uh, flavor, shall we say, to the program that was therefore geared towards people who were literature buffs like me and people who don't mind reading a poem on, on a bluff or or looking at a, at a piece of nature and deciding this is the time that we're gonna pull out some um, you know s- some short story that that somebody wrote. So talk about for a second some of the more more unique i don't want to say interesting because every birthright trip is unbelievable but something that's more unique that really fit a niche so to speak that um that was either a repeat trip that had been done before and deemed successful or that was a new and unique opportunity that was just available this year
1: great okay thanks so much and actually this is a perfect opportunity to probably um give over a bit of a disclaimer that I mean, I really I need to be giving you a big special thank you. You've kind of already you know, directly promoted me to being the program director for uh, Bertha Israel National, and I, I you know I'm not sure I could quite handle that job. <laughs> it's probably pretty intense. <laughs> but um, yeah. to, okay. to, to, for all the listeners out there who may not be as familiar, um, Birthright Israel is an umbrella organization, and I have been so grateful that sort of I kind of get the best of both worlds. I've uh, been working with the Orthodox Union, the OU. Um. Pretty much ever since, you know, my my career started within Birthright as well, because it's always been through the OU licensed partner organization known as Israel Free Spirit, and so I have just been so so grateful that one of the really it's an amazing thing that Birthright Israel provides. Um, to get really more specifically to your question, okay. besides as you so aptly put it, that there always is every single trip is unique in its own way as far as the individuals who make it up and the staff and the dynamics, etc. But in addition to that uh birthright Israel, powers that be, they, you know, they seem to sense it, you know, they've always pretty much from their from a marketing perspective, they've pretty much always been ahead of the curve, at least by a little bit. That's part of what's made them so successful. They recognize the need of being able to facilitate programming that besides you know, while it would have the birthright core to it, it would also try to do a bit more to facilitate within a particular category or okay. an angle. Because there's so many people and it seems like over the you know over the years it's become even more that way that they, you know, they already take their time pretty seriously. They're already very, very busy between, you know, full schedule, uh, within like a college curriculum and then what they're going to be doing in between breaks, whether it be an internship or a, a summer job or some kind of a really meaningful family, family, trip, family vacation. And so that, you know, they really just value their time. And so one of the ways of really being able to impress upon that person that, no, birthright, not only is it important, you should do it at some point, but no, Is also even a program that we have for you that you really you should do now because who knows if it'll it'll even be offered again because it's just that much more you know unique and so to speak exclusive for that season. Um, But the whole niche program concept was something that we sort of um, felt a connection to as soon as it became more popular. This is going back I guess around four or five years, and uh, as a matter of fact, so fitting that we're speaking about it because pretty much one of the very first trips, uh, niche trips that we were able to successfully launch was indeed the uh, the trip that Miriam. Wallach was uh, snapping. <laughs> I think it was formerly called Shakespeare in Israel, right. a literary, literary based trip, and um, and pretty much really off of that, off of that uh, note, we have kind of you know gone back to the drawing board again and again to try to find programming that you know would would work. People would be it would, it would be interesting to them. It would appeal to them, and to of course you know successfully run it, and then maybe even if it's you know if it's enough of a niche to keep running it. Got it. And so over the years, we have now run. Um, through the you know through free script specifically, there's other organizers who are also running these trips. But we within the OU, I think we've had like the largest um, range and sphere of a niche trip uh, programming that we've been providing. And it's I think I'm just probably going to go alphabetical because it's probably or at least start alphabetical. It's the easiest way. But um, one of the trips we've been running now for I think close to eight, nine, ten seasons straight. It's been an arts and entertainment um trip that has been, you know, thank God, just a fantastic cool. uh, program for pretty much. All the people who have, you know, coming out of the, you know, who are associated with the Broadway, you know, the Broadway world in any way, shape, or form, this has really kind of been like been a poster trip for them. And in part, one of the people who helped kind of get the trip off the ground with us is somebody who herself was a uh, Broadway star when she was when she was young, and still very much has that Broadway flair to her, you know, in the present day. And so that's just been a fantastic program, Uh, one of the longer running uh, new trips that we've been running. Amazing. there's also been a a business leader business entrepreneurial trip that we've been running as well that has uh i think now this is four or five seasons in a row we've we started recently about a year and a half ago and hopefully it's, it's been consecutive since we've done a music-based trip and it's called music on tour and that really sort of was thankfully the A and E world the arts and entertainment had been so successful we thought if there's any additional trip that sort of directly um, interconnected with it, but could also maybe be separated. It was music because it seems that Jews naturally <laughs> have flocked to music as well, for who know, you know, for millennia. So we thought, why not? and it's it's worked,
0: so let me ask and, you, you
1: know, and it just... let me just interrupt oh, you sure, L-
0: yeah, no, 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 my pleasure. i'm 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 totally fascinated. I love hearing about all the creative ways that people have come up with to invite Israel to invite people to Israel to see it for the first time it's like you know you're speaking to you're speaking to people in ways that they need to be spoken to we talk about educating you know children lafidarcom so to speak so here that's what you're doing you're inviting people to be educated and i'm using that term in quotation marks about Israel to experience Israel in the, for the first time but in a way that speaks to them and that is so unique, so the fact that there is a there's an arts and entertainment and there is a music because there is overlap, as you're saying, but there is also you know th- there are people that it's one over the other. it's not both. are the mu- are the people on the music trip encouraged to bring their instruments?
1: Great question. yes, they are. And I can even share with you. I was um this past summer. One of the I, would, I attended their bar their uh, bar and bat mitzvah ceremony because again a lot of listeners may not know um, one of the one of the moments that we, we were speaking about before where people have an opportunity to really feel that connection and like take an additional step for themselves you know within the trip itself is um, for many people they will choose to have some of them it's going to be their first others it may be a second but this is the one that like they're really doing by choice as opposed to like because. The parents told them to do it, and they would get gifts, right. um, but have a, a Bar by Mitzvah. And um, it's an opportunity for them to speak, to share something, but basically to kind of, kind of like already be opening up and letting them know what it's, what it's meant for them. And so I was at the uh, this music on tour, Bar Bat Mitzvah, and sure enough, I think I believe it was three people who they didn't really even speak that much. They actually they were playing instrumental, you know, they gave over actual musical pieces. As part of their uh, what they were sharing during the Bar Mitzvah ceremony, and it was it was really really fantastic.
0: That is probably you know,
1: some of them were just doing it on, on the scene. Yeah, it, it was phenomenal.
0: That was probably one of the most stirring parts of the trip for us. Um Both, you know, and and I and just to be, give people an understanding, I mean, you go to Yad Vashem and you go to Har Herzl and you go to it's not like we're not doing emotional things on a birthright trip, but all of a sudden you have everyone giving a piece of themselves and getting a Hebrew name that they may not have ever had. And nobody's forced to do it. It's completely voluntary. And at least with us, people decided to do it at the last second. You know, somebody would run over Miriam. Mm. I really want to do this now. Okay. Okay, great. Uh And, And everyone just expressed themselves in different ways. And, and, and I remember we were, at one point we were all crying. All crying. Yeah. It was um, it was the funniest. I mean, it was a it was a bittersweet moment when we're in Aish in the old city and the room is completely made of stone and it's a beautiful space and, and we can see outside and you just feel the moment. And one of our birth writers, who is a an opera singer, <laughs> all of a sudden mm, wow. starts singing an aria. And, of course, you know, wow. there were many of us who were looking at each other askance because we're in Aish and this woman's booming, beautiful voice is clearly, <laughs> <laughs> clearly hitting the halls of Aish. But everyone was crying. Everyone was crying. How could you wow. not? And nobody spoke Italian. I have no idea what she said. But you were <laughs> so moved by the fact that this is how she was expressing herself. And and you didn't need to understand, but it just showed how she connected. And... um. And it's just it's tremendous. It's tremendous. It's a tremendous for that you and and everyone at, at Birthright and the connection to the OU, of course, that you provide all of these individuals to connect to to the land and connect to themselves in a way that they they would not have ever had that opportunity just to I, I don't want to miss the opportunity though to discuss the um, the arts and entertainment program because I want to understand how that presents itself differently than the than the music one.
1: Ah, uh, it's a great question, and uh, matter of fact, based on the overlap, we've sort of been careful to not uh, to, to differentiate, but also not to make people feel like if they do music, they can't do A and E because, of course, they can. Um, but you know, at least with, within those two, A and E really is there to kind of it's there to be seeking those who really identify more with a sense of art, um, you know, theater, art, art, comedy, um, you know, uh, things on stage. More like like the idea of people probably more like within acting something out, which also can therefore involve music. Is I guess par- part of how it sort of like puts itself out there and a lot of people who are just acting based, it's just like that's kind of the referral tree that they're telling their um, actor-based, actor-actor-space friends, and they're telling their friends season to season. And where the music trip is really much more of a, you know, you either have a very, very strong passion, you yourself play it, um, you know, you may be involved in the music industry in some capacity. So it, it, it's kind of more definitive. A&E really can be as broad as you want it to be, but ultimately it seems to hone in more on the people who really are there for the, uh, you know, they're they're part of like the entertainment world in one way or another, which 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 can include music, where music is really music in all of its parts, but I guess that's probably, the, I mean, I don't know if that quite answers it, but that's probably a way where, you know, ultimately people also have the ability to self-select, you know, where right. I may, I could potentially do either trip, but I, for whatever reason, want to do this trip, and we're not looking to, uh, to be too picky. We're just looking to take people who want to get that, you know, amazing connection one way or another. Um, you know, it's fascinating that we've been speaking. There's actually even more trips to speak about. I don't know how much time we have, but one that's probably—I don't even know if you know about it yet because it's—it's it's relatively newer. Well, I'm going um, to te- I'm gonna been... ask you to tell. I'm going to ask
0: you I'm going to ask you to tell me about it in le- in two minutes or less because Yoni is giving me okay. dirty looks. <laughs> I am. I am running <laughs> out of looks. time. No. <laughs> I knew we weren't going to have enough time, Scott. I knew it. I knew it. All right, just All right. tell me. Fair, t- fair tell enough. me about what we got going on.
1: So this this one last trip, I mean it really it kind of it plays full circle with what we were talking about from you know a few moments ago in the sense of connection because this one trip that we launched um basically in its in its more more core way about a year ago, it's called Soul Trek. And cool. um it you know, exactly the name kinda of helps I guess package it all as well, especially for all those trekkies out there from you know, not <laughs> not too long ago. I guess it, it sort of plays positively based on that title. But um this trip is really it's a niche. And really, what it's looking to do is that it's taking the overall notion of you want to connect and you want to, you know, you're, you know, you, you have that passion within you. But it's kind of like taking it to a step further because basically the average person on this trip is already looking to take this trip probably to the, the fullest extent that they can. Like they may have a laundry list worth of questions on Judaism, on on call it maybe even God, spirituality, you name it. And like they are so already kind of like in tune with themselves and aware of themselves that they are just, like, ready to go wow. as soon as this trip is starting. I was just actually talking to one of the staff from the trip from this winter just yesterday in my home. So I, I didn't, <laughs> haven't had a trip yet. But at least I had a, a staff debrief with me in my home. Cool. And he was just gushing. He was just gushing <sighs> about, you know, the experiences. And they were doing meditations every single morning, not just, you know, maybe under the stars in the desert. They were doing it every single morning. and. You know, like, you know, 10 days, I guess the equivalent of maybe 10 months as far as how qualitatively, how much they moved together as a group within, within that span.
0: That's unbelievable. I mean, it's
1: fascinating. That's,
0: That's unbelievable. Scott, tell everybody how they sign up, how they can apply to be on birthright.
1: Thank you so much for making sure we uh, we put that in there. Yeah. As a matter of fact, timing, <laughs> it's perfect timing because registration is opening less than a week on February 1st, Monday cool. morning at uh, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, and all they need to do is go to www.israelfreespirit.com, and there will be banner, 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 saying how registration is opened, and to click here. And and once you do that, you will be able to choose from any different number of programming we will be having all throughout the summer, May, or spring, and summer, May, June, July, August, as well as some of, even more of, the different niche programming and special needs programming that uh, the that OU Israel Free Spirit is running. And, of course, a big thank you to Birthright Israel and all their entire organization for Obviously, making these trips possible and giving this gift for, you know, 10 to tens of thousands more every single year.
0: Scott Sherman, you are the best. Kalaka vote to you and continued Hatzlacha to you and your family and all your good work. So happy you joined me on the air today.
1: Miriam, you're the bestest. Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> Take care, Scott. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Seal Network. I am completely out of time. I've done it two weeks in a row. I'm ashamed to be all right no i'm really not i'm exaggerating but yoni is giving me dirty looks uh the live lunch starts right after this do not forget we have a full afternoon of programming tomorrow morning jm in the am live here on the stream NahumSiegel.com jm in the am.org and keep listening guys we have so much going on with the kosher halftime show you don't want to miss a minute and certainly with our upcoming trip to israel with the jewish unity initiative we have a plenty 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 more to announce that's life everybody i have no time for music bye guys